In today's show, we're looking ahead to Monday's action in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Thank you for making Locked On Fantasy Basketball your first listen. Every day we are free and available on all platforms. Here we are, ready to look at Monday in the NBA, what we're watching for. So let's go. First game is the Bucks taking on the Hornets. Jordan Nwora. Last game from him was pretty poor, but the role for him is still solid enough. 31 minutes in the last two games, and we're likely not to have Connaughton Hill, Allen, or DiVincenzo. We might have Drew Holiday back, but I still think that there is some value in the short term for Nwora. Long term, no, but short term, yes. And then with the waving of DeMarcus Cousins, we've seen Sandro Mamakalashvili play as the backup center in quite a few games here. Now, this is only of note for deeper leagues, but a guy that's a regular rotation player getting 12 to 14 minutes a night, maybe 15 to 16, I think he's worth at least mentioning. I don't think he's particularly good. I don't think that he's like this awesome option that we need to care about in most leagues. But for deeper formats, he seems to be at this point ahead of Thanasa Santarokumpo, and there's no other center there. Luke Cornett, the, uh, the Cornetto, he's around, but... He's not really playing. Um, so we're going to see some options there for deeper formats where Sandro can be at least something to consider. Again, a regular rotation player is worth noting. For the Charlotte Hornets, Kelly Oubre, we're just always watching his role and how it fits in with Jalen McDaniels and Cody Martin. Oubre played 27 minutes last game. It's the first time he's gone over 25 uh, in the previous five games. So some decent numbers there. He's been up and down as a fringe 12-team sort of player. So watching him. And then also watching LaMelo Ball, who has seen his minutes drop. In the last four games, 23, 31, 30, and 26 minutes. That's frustrating, for sure. Um, I just wish they... Look, they're playing Bridges and Rogier and Haywood 33, 34 minutes. It's annoying to see Ball drop down that much. And it's not really because they're playing Ish Smith, because Smith didn't even play last game. And he played garbage time the game before. So it is very, very interesting to see Ball's minutes drop. I'd like to see um, that ball drop reversed. And for Lamelo to the Jazz and the Pistons. Utah still going to be without the big fella, Rudy Gobert. And that would mean that we're going to get another start for Hassan Whiteside. The world. Last game wasn't particularly good from Whiteside. He only played 25 minutes, but I think he plays 30 in this one. Um, they played Norvell Pal as the backup center. Sure, no worries, that's for deeper leagues. But if you, I wouldn't have dropped Whiteside. I'd hold him through at least this game. Yeah, maybe Gobert is back for Wednesday. I think that's a distinct possibility. But you're going to get one more game out of Whiteside. And Joe Ingles remains out too. So Jordan Clarkson gets a bump in his value. J-O-R-D-A-N-C-L-A-R-K-S-O-N. Now we know how out of control it can be and how limited he is in a category league uh, in terms of his contributions. But when minutes and shots go up because Ingles is out, then it does help him. While for the Detroit Pistons, they are um, the only team playing a back-to-back. We'll talk about that later. 
They did just trade for Bol Bol. I don't expect Bol to be available on Monday. He could be. And if he is, I would like to... I would like to see what role they do give him first up, if he does play. But if not, I want to see the Trey Lyles, uh, Isaiah Stewart dynamic. Because Stewart has started and played only 20 minutes the last two games, while Lyles has played 26 and 28. And Dwayne Casey, master coach that he is, is out there. Now nah, we're going to play Lyles more, mate. They are, he's shooting, he's scaring people. Um, he's shooting 30% for the season, and last game he took two threes. So, again, Casey, I just don't think he knows what he's doing most of the time. Great bloke, bad coach. Lyles, if he's playing 28 minutes, right, Trey Lyles can score and he can rebound and he can be okay. But is that the direction they're going to go? And then Hamadou Diallo, who will continue to start while Jeremy Grant is out. Have a time. And while Kelly Olenek is out. Um, but what's the role now? Last three games, 24, 25 and 29 minutes. That's not really 12 team valuable. But with a Monday, Tuesday back-to-back, we can use him for those two. And then after that, I don't believe that he is a 12-team league player. The Pacers and the Celtics. What do we get out of Lance Stevenson? Last two games from Lance have been really good. We don't know whether Brogdon, who has not played since the 21st of December, or Levert, who has not played since the 31st of December, we do not know if these guys will play. And if they do play, and Tory Craig, another one, um, you know, what is Stevenson's role? Lance has played 32 and 29 minutes the last two games. But if 35 and 34 minutes of Levert and Brogdon come back, how much is he playing and how useful is it? Also, Chris Duarte, the player that they were rumored to be clearing out spots for in these fake trades because they wanted to develop him for the future. He played 19 minutes in his first game back as they prioritized 31-year-old 10-day contract Lance Stevenson. So what does that mean for Duarte? Was it just a conditioning thing? Are they off him? Are they playing him those few minutes regularly? And what his playing time looks like is very interesting. And then in Boston, I want to see the Josh Richardson, Dennis Schroeder playing time dynamic because we saw how bad they were when they tried to close that game with Schroeder and Smart. And then last game, we saw that change and Schroeder was benched for Josh Richardson and they played better. Coincidence or not? I don't know. But watching how those minutes get distributed will be interesting. While Rob Williams, who at one point was playing like 24 minutes a night, is back to getting 33-34, and it's him getting the minutes over Al Horford. That's an interesting development as well. <clears throat> if Williams is playing 30 minutes a night, obviously he's a must-roster player. But that pushes him a lot higher than the 25-26 minutes that there we were risking him getting uh, for a long period of time. But it's time now for me, and I wish I had him here, a box of built bars. It's wherever you are in the world, whatever the time is, you've got to have a built bar because it's 2020. We're trying to get in shape. We're trying to jack up muscles and we're trying to do it while tasting something delicious that doesn't fit, taste like you pulled it out of your underwear. Built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. It is low in carbs. It is low in fat. It is low in sugar. It is low in calories, but it is high in the DI, deliciousness index. It is also high in protein. So get yourself boxes of built bars. Chuck out your sugary treats. Go into your pantry. Do you call it a pantry in America? What do you call it? A cupboard. Pantry. Pantry. Feels like pantry. Anyway, go in there, find all those sugary treats, piss them off, and stack it up with Built Bar. So go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, that's L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and get yourself boxes of Built Bars, because Built Bar makes you built different. The Spurs, on a back-to-back, taking on the New York Knickerbockers. The Spurs, you would imagine, are still going to be without Derek White, Devin Vassell, um, Keldon Johnson, Trey Jones. They might get Doug McDermott back, who has not played since December 31st. 
What does that mean for the rotation? I think that's more of a, of a hurt to Cater Bates Diop. But the two guys I want to watch are Lonnie Walker and Josh Primo. Because they're big minutes. Walker played 30 last game. Primo played, what, 36 or 30, actually 39 in the overtime game. Um, big minutes there for both of those guys. Walker played well. Primo was a little bit disappointing. But big opportunities for them to establish themselves. Or at least put up short-term value. Well, for the Knicks, I don't know whether Kemba Walker is going to play. Hello. He's officially questionable, but if he does play, watching how that affects Alec Burks' minutes is going to be something that's important for us. Alec Berg. And the same goes for Quentin Grimes. Grimes, he played 28 minutes last game with Walker out, but does Grimes even get a sniff if Kemba plays? Does Grimes cut into Barrett's minutes or Fournier's minutes? Does Fournier even play? He's questionable in this game. A lot of question marks, I think, with the Knicks still. On to the Philadelphia 76ers. Want a little, pay a little bit of attention to Seth Curry, who's been really good this season, shooting unbelievable numbers. And just feel like he, <clears throat> I'm, I'm always waiting for a drop for him. Maybe it's just never going to come. He's playing huge minutes. Really big part of what they're doing. Um, but I don't know, just, just something I'm watching. And then I'm also watching Matisse Thybul, who did start last game over Danny Green and played 33 minutes. But interestingly, they changed his role up. They basically said, Matisse, just play dunker spot. Don't spread out don't space into the corner and he didn't miss a shot because he's just taking every shot from in close now that changes if he stays in there and could be like a 70% field goal guy because he's taking four shots hitting him every game that really does change his value versus a guy that's hitting taking four threes a game and hitting one of them and averaging three points per game if he can give me seven points on eight, 70% that changes his value a lot so watching his role is really interesting for the Houston Rockets cousin Kevin Porter we know the ups and downs are huge with this bloke. They're all over the shop. His production, his shooting. Actually, his shooting's an up and down. It's just down every game, basically. But the role is there. He does remain a must-roster player. And then we're watching Gary Bird, Garrison Matthews, who is questionable in this game. He played 26, 25 minutes the last two games and has value at least as a three-point streamer. I don't know why they'd prioritize him over Josh Christopher, but they are. And seeing how he looks, especially in this game where Armani Brooks, the designer, is out once again, will be intriguing to watch. For the Nets, Kyrie Irving will return uh, on this back-to-back with Harden and Durant both playing. What that means for um, Patty Mills, who goes to the bench. And what do they do in that starting lineup? Do they keep David Duke in the starting lineup? Why should I change? He's the one who sucks. Do they keep him there? Bruce Brown, the Shark, was actually a DMP City again on Sunday. What do they do with Bembry? What does that mean for Aldridge? The Irving dynamic is very interesting on this team. Well, for the Blazers, I want to watch Dennis Smith Jr., I feel like he's really close to having a big role. All it takes is a Simons issue, a Simons injury. So watching Dennis Smith and how he holds himself and the role he has is something to watch for me. And then without Larry Nance, can Nasir Little step up? Now, Nasir Little has been pretty inconsistent. The playing time's been good. 30 plus in the last three. Um, <clears throat> but production's been a little bit all over the shop. I think he is a 12-team league player, but I just do want to watch him here. For the Cavs, they take on the Sacramento Kings. I want to watch the Discman, C.D. Arsman, who put up really big numbers first game. I think he is the guy to roster in Cleveland without Rubio. You can still grab him, so please do it. And then also Rondo, who went bananas in terms of hyper-aggression in his first game for Cleveland, took a ton of free throws, a lot of threes, didn't hit many of them. I think yeah, that is an outsized uh, performance based on what we should expect rest of the season, but watching the Osman and Rondo minutes will be interesting. While for Sacramento... Alex Lynn appeared on the list of most added players recently. And I guess because uh, Rishon Holmes remains out, 
we, that's for Sunday. We don't know whether Holmes will play on Monday. Do they expect Len to start over Jones? Maybe. Actually, Jones is in COVID protocols as well. That That is why. Anyway, Alex Len, he's going to start. He's going to put up good numbers. Most likely. Solid numbers. Let's put it that way. Um, the pencil, Harrison Barnes. Barnesy. He's been really bad. He, now, the thing that worries me the most about Barnes, his last game he played 34 minutes, but prior to that, 30, 30, 31, 29. Like, he was getting by on 36 minutes to start the season and putting up really big numbers on high free throw attempts, high usage, and it's dropped way off. Is he a droppable player? No. But if I'm in a 10-team league, I, I would consider dropping him. He just has been struggling quite a bit since coming back from that foot injury, and you have to wonder whether the foot injury, what is also a possibility... Well, it's not even a possibility because I'm telling you now, BetOnline is wishing you a happy new betting year as the playoffs in the NFL and college football playoff, it all comes into a clear picture now. BetOnline is the number one spot for all your sports wagering action for 2022. It's a new year and they've got a new updated desktop website or you can use your mobile device. But when you do, make sure you sign up using our code LOCKEDON and get a 50% welcome deposit bonus on your first deposit. From basketball to football, the NHL, boxing, UFC, or write to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all of the great offers available for 2022. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. Bet Online is where the game starts. Let's look at some back to back stream options now. Um, only Detroit with the Monday, Tuesday back to back. So Trey Lyles, Corey Joseph, Killian Hayes, Saban Lee. I'd prioritize them in that order. I don't know if Bowl plays both games. I'd be pretty doubtful that he plays the game on Monday with the trade just being executed now. Like, is he going to be ready to go in 24 hours? It'd be pretty doubtful, but he might play the Tuesday one and that's probably not enough and he's not going to play enough for me to care too much. So they're the guys we look at as back-to-back streamers. We're just looking at Monday's action. Osman, number one stream. I think he's a must-roster player. Add him. Nasir Little, good streamer. Korkmaz, Nora. Bryn Forbes in San Antonio. It's pretty gross, but he is playing a lot of minutes. Trey Lyles, as I said. Danny Green. Alex Len with the absence of Damian Jones. But Rashawn Holmes might return, so just watch that one. Joshie Richardson and Rudy Gay in Utah. Deeper leagues, all those other ones apply, as do these guys. Josh Primo, Wes Matthews, Killian Hayes, Corey Joseph, KJ Martin, Lonnie Walker, Josh Christopher, Keita Bates-Diop, Jock Landale, and Georgie Yang. And for points leagues, we've got Whiteside. Don't know why he's available. He's a, he's a guy to add for now, for sure. Little, Diallo, Korkmaz, Osman, Claxton, Eric Gordon, Trey Lyles, Jordan Nawara, and Marvin Bagley. Guys, that will do it for me today. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on the Odyssey app here on YouTube. Thumb it up. Leave your comments down below. Ring the notification bell. Guys, we are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.